Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Frazier, something back in the leadoff spot. Newman off. Is that anything you've seen from Frazier lately or not wanting to disrupt the other guys? No, I just don't want to disrupt the other guy and Frazier's got experience with leading off. You gave Reynolds a day off after his hitting streak ended, I believe, 17. Is that... What's the philosophy thinking behind that, or is it coincidence? Number one, well, no, it's not coincidence. Number one, they play 17 straight games, and not many guys, you know, in your rotation that happens. Newman's played more innings than anybody since the 10th of the month, more than Marte. So that's all part of the recovery program, and I'm not going to bust them up and take them out in the middle of a hitting streak to give them a day off if uh, somebody suggests it or you think so. It's just the fact that the physical work, and, and you give them a blow, and we'll plug him back in tomorrow. Had some success with it over the years. I think a lot of the hitters uh, are talk are given a lot of credit, maybe so, to, to Rick Eckstein and Jacob Cruz. You've said in the past that you've stayed involved in the hitting aspect. Is that still the case, or is it as much the case, less than the past? You know what I mean? I still stay involved. I'm still learning. Um, You're still a hitting coach. I'm still a hitting coach. I still watch swings. I still pay attention to pitching sequences, new training methods. There's a lot of newness to the game from the offensive side, especially the last few years. So you try and keep your finger on the pulse of that just so you're, you can have communication with your players um, and you can have communication with your hitting coaches on different thoughts, different ideas. Um, and more often than not, I meet with them. They give me their feedback on where they are, where the hitter is, and then I'll share any thoughts or observations I've got over the period of time. We, I don't believe in having a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversation with the players because it just multiplies the number of voices that they're listening to. And who knows how many other ones they already have involved outside of Rick and Jacob right now. There may come a time specifically where I go to them when I have a message that I want to share or a thought that I want to share. However... Um, our two guys out there, Jacob and and, uh, and Rick, along with David. David provides a lot of support, in-game support with these guys and hitters prepping them, getting ready. Um, they've done a really good job at develop, developing the relationships, growing the relationships, establishing routines, and then making adjustments as the league continues to make adjustments back. I think they've done a very professional job at this point in time. Clint, do you believe in carryover momentum and ending the first half can can – uh, carry over into what you'll get after the All-Star break, after the rest? I think more is played into it than, than there may be. You need to play well. That's momentum. Momentum's playing well, pitching well. Um, we played as well as anybody going, finishing up the first half last year. We got out of the blocks clean in, uh, in Cincinnati and then went to Cleveland, won two out of three, and then I think after that is when we, we ran into some challenges. Um, so you always like to play well. How much it, it translates, I think. It all depends on the depth of your club and the, and, and the pitching effort that you get out of here. When you don't get the pitching and you get a good club, you seem to get the hitting and you play good defense. You keep those things kind of working together. So it's always better, though, to win than not. Clint, Clint as a hitting coach, I mean, is there 
ever concerned when you have a guy that goes and Josh is going to get to go and swing on Monday night with the other guys in the home run derby? Is there any concern about, you know, him, anything happening on that night, missing whatever mojo he's got going on? So you're asking if it's all about me. No, I know, but not about you. But I mean, if you had players in the past who've been in the home run derby, do you ever have any fear about that? Zero. Swinging for the fences. Zero fear. Dude. He's going to an all-star game. He's going to hit the home run derby. Will I mean that's that's the part of it that you know what? It's kind of like you're going to be a parent. Your kids are going to want to do things. And you're, eh. Let him go be a let him go be in the home run derby. He's talked about the joy he thinks it's going to bring, the fun it's going to bring. We'll see where it goes. It'll be another learning experience. It'll be another great experience, and I think he's going to gain some insight from talking to other hitters in this concept. So zero fear. I remember asking you at Pirate Fest. Where, you, where the runs were going to come from this year, did you think the, you know, the offense? Because mm-hmm. so much of the attention was on the pitching. And you were confident even then that the offense was going to be fine. How satisfied are you seeing what it's done? And also the fact that it's been younger guys, Newman, Reynolds, who you know you don't normally expect maybe to lead an offense, who have done a big part of that. No, I'm pleased. You, you, I think you find satisfaction at the end of the season, you know, mm-hmm. if you get to where you, you want to get to. Um, and it's been a very unique lineup dynamic that I can't think back to the time where I had two rookies doing doing this well at the top of the lineup um, in Colorado or here. Um, Tulowitzki gave us a shot in the arm, uh, but we had an established guy, the guy that had been leading off, whether it was Matsui or whether it was Tavares there, but Tulowitzki was the one rookie that provided some punch uh, when he got in that two-hole. Um, you know, that, that goes back, Rob, you believe in what you believe in. Everybody's got thoughts and opinions. Beliefs are called that because that's what you believe in. I felt that uh, another year of experience for the hitters that we have, and I do think that's played out to some extent. Uh, the inclusion of, I think, uh, the two new hitting coaches, different different concepts, different ideas um, may have helped um, because no hitting coach desire when he gets to the morning, he says, let's see if I, how I can submarine this offense. Let's see how I can ever take every hitter down. Let's get the strikeouts to go up and the walks to go down, and let's hit singles. So sometimes that new voice can play, um, and they both they both have good work ethic. The guys we've had here in the past all had good work ethic, but sometimes the connections are what makes makes it happen, and different people find different ways to connect. Uh, the personnel level, though, I think has improved, and a big development was Josh's development as we came into this season. The two guys at the top are table setters. You don't get 70 RBIs without people getting on base in front of you. Marte finding rhythm and rhyme in the three spot has worked out very well. And a host of guys either behind Cabrera, not a host, but a couple, either Cabrera Moran behind Bell hasn't hurt. And then we found, we found runs all the way through the lineup for the first time, I think, with consistency since... May and June, the numbers are, the numbers are, they're solid. Are you looking forward to watching the home run derby, Clint? I would imagine, you know, as a manager, you're obviously rooting for a positive outcome. You've probably got nine billion things going through your head. Is it more simple then, where you can just sort of be a fan, root for an outcome? Yeah, my life isn't as complicated as you guys think it is. I mean, <laughs> worrying about Bell hitting homer or doing, and then watching, no. I'm going to watch as long as Bell hits in it. That's why I'm going to watch it. I haven't even watched it the last few years because we haven't had a guy in it. When McCutcheon was in it, trust me, I see a lot of baseball, and, and I and I can and I and I like the game. And there's certain times I can go catch it the next day, or when my kids are asleep, or some other time. I I really don't have that need to be in the moment. I got to watch Josh Hamilton's most prolific home run. There's nothing that's going to top that. I got to watch that on the field 
So he set the bar pretty high for me as far as watching home run derbies. Um, but I'll watch Bell as long as he's in it. I had the experience of getting asked to go with Larry Walker because I threw BP to his group in Colorado to be his guy in 99. I was the only guy that got Walker out that year. I eliminated him in the first round. And for some reason, then Bagwell asked me to throw to him. I was thinking, I'm done. I'm good. It's over. This didn't work out very well. Walker's going to kill me. And then Bagwell asked me to throw him. What do you say? Okay. And then he hit some homers. And then Burnett's was a kid I hadn't. In the Mets organization, his guy, I think, got visibly ill before th going out to throw, and Bernie comes running over and says, well, will you throw to me? <laughs> okay, and then he hit homers, and then Griff sent his posse over, a representative, and said, would you throw to Ken Griffey Jr.? And like, okay, yeah, let me turn this one down. <laughs> so I threw to four guys in the first round. Three got to the semifinals. Yeah. Two got to the finals. I threw 190-some pitches. It's documented at Fenway Park. It was crazy. So when it comes to the home run derby thing, I'm pretty good, guys. I mean, it's not the easiest thing to do either is to throw the home run derby. It's all the same one night? All in one night, yeah. How was your arm? I was, I, I, was, I was a little tired at the end of the night. Did you call Dr. Job the next day? No, I was, it has been broke for years. But no, it's, it was 99. 99 at Fenway. Yeah. You're always talking about uh, the league pushing back against guys. How is Josh pushed back against the pushback? Well, I, I think there's times when, when he gets down, he's ready to hit, and he's swinging at strikes. It's always been good. We saw it in Houston, maybe not as much in Milwaukee. Um, he's going to be fine. He's just going to have to continue to be steadfast with his approach and, and, and the strive to, to hit strikes and not try and create opportunities that aren't there. I don't have anything right now. I'm hoping to meet with him uh, soon today. Did he throw that session on the weekend? Tie him? No, no, no. He didn't throw at all. Okay. Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. But back to Josh just for a moment. How happy are you for him? Not only that he's going to the game, but that he gets a chance to represent the team in the city and the in the home and himself in the home run derby. It's fantastic. Uh, and and the, he's a guy that you root for. I mean, I watched him have the year. We all watched him have the rookie year and then some of us got to live through the, the second year with him and um, there was a lot of people on and off his bandwagon. And I was so proud of the way our city showed up in the voting for him and the way our organization took the initiative to st set that all up. Our fan base, our, the organization employees that put that work in to try and get him in on the first vote, uh, his work, his smile, his energy. I think he's a generational kid that a lot of young people pull for, um, which because he crosses, he cro he, you know, it's not about diverse. I mean, he's as diverse as an individual you ever want to come across. So when you look at Josh, it's just easy to pull for him. It's easy to like him. And then the fact that he's done what he's done uh, on the ball field, it's, it's a nice combination of, of things. And him to be in a pirate uniform, it's special. I got another uh, text from Margaret today reaching out. She's proud of him. They've, they've built a little relationship over the years as well. And um, I know that's special for him as well, that he, he does not take it for granted that he's representing uh, the city of Pittsburgh, its fan base, and, and many other pirates have gone before him. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, 
including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.